Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
Greetings, Maltopians. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Damnation Machine. We'd like to give a special shout-out to our patron, Andrew Knott, whose name appears in this episode, as well as a big thank you to all our patrons for helping make the Maltopia podcast possible. We've added a few new features exclusive to our Patreon tiers, including written mythology posts from the Melgrim, writings from the mysterious Dark Scholars in the Corpos Diablos, and short audio posts found throughout Maltopia known as the Weird Tapes. To learn more, visit us at patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and consider joining our growing community. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, enjoy the show. Veronica's eyes became amber lamps as she cast her illuminated gaze across the rolling mountain of fog. Something was in there, and she knew it, despite the lack of evidence from her many enhanced senses. While her eyes blazed the trajectory of her questing, another gaze landed palpably, if invisibly, upon her every move. You gonna play possum all night, or you making a move at some point? Veronica's taunt went unanswered. Yet the mist seemed to pool with purpose, occasionally catching the shape of something humanoid within their tumbling convolutions. The gun maiden's first shot parted the most headlike apparition the mist offered, but as more shapes began to cohere all around her, she began skewing her aim. With each deliberate miss, she intensified her breathing, feigning desperation. Perhaps taking the bait, the mists closed in, graying out the night around and above her. The color of her skin darkened to deep gunmetal, and her vision dropped into the ultraviolet range. Veronica concealed her smile as her last shot missed altogether. Something approximating a massive hooked appendage thrust out at the gun maiden from the nearest plume of mist. She swiftly ducked beneath its lunge and brought her two metallic fists sparking together in the direction from which it sprang, unloading a hellish barrage of lead and fury. At the sound of something large tumbling to the ground, Veronica cackled. <laughs> gotcha, fuckhead! The Malsapien stomped into the fog, her eyes afire within the unseen spectrum, seeking out the body. Only a pale mass of moth swept out from the spot the body should have fallen. She chuckled at the fluttering insects. <laughs> Cute. From the corner of her eye, the gun maiden caught the shadow of something towering out of the mist. 
She didn't have so much as a moment to level more scrutiny as she leapt sideways, avoiding another swipe from a monstrous appendage nearly the length of the street and half as wide. It crashed down like a bomb, turning pavement and earth alike into shrapnel. Upping the caliber and switching to tungsten carbide penetrators encased in copper, Veronica rolled to her feet and unleashed swarms of rounds at the limb, chewing up its chitinous construction. Chunks came away and melted into more flickering moths. Another limb crashed down next to her, the concrete debris chiming off her metallic skin. Veronica was starting to run dry. She could feel a part of her soul wanting to come out in the next hail of raging gunfire. She needed to wait to allow her power to reload. Making a beeline for a nearby building, she threw the enhanced weight of her metal body through the front door, crashing into darkness. The next crooked extremity hurtled down from above, blasting through the roof. Still feeding off her momentum, she rolled to her feet, smashing through the exterior wall and through the side door of yet another house. Skipping from one home to another, she paused to catch her breath in a darkened living room, peering through the windows at the fog-swept streets. A curious shape held firm for just a moment, taller than the house it stood behind. It was thin and feminine, with strange moth-like wings silhouetting it. The shape tumbled back into an amorphous plume of haze, pooling around the intervening house and thickening as it emptied into the street in front of Veronica. She exhaled with a groan. <sighs> Fucking figures I'd get saddled with one of the things that ain't solid enough to blow away. About to turn away from the window, she jumped as a wave of fog sloshed against the glass. It receded, leaving behind a thick covering of moths that blocked her view. In an instant, they were crawling beneath the door and flooding down the chimney. Veronica barely had time to scowl at the intrusion. All right, asshole, let's do this. I'm done running. Soon, the room was nothing but pale, quivering wings, swirling white dust, and a woman's soft voice. I'm glad to hear it, little sister. But that doesn't mean I'm over all the trouble you caused me. I may yet eat you myself. The moths yawned tiny, toothy maws and began chewing upon the metal skin of the Malsapien, their sharp teeth coaxing sparks. Veronica focused on the female voice and fired. It was time to dig into the reserves. The shot blazed cold blue, exploding into the carnivorous horde of moths. Veronica felt the ebb of her soul as part of it was sacrificed to fuel the Hail Mary. The insects scattered like buckshot into the darkness, and in their white powdered wake, a horrific figure huddled. Long peels of pale flesh fell to the floor from the Carnivian's thin shoulders, a cascading gown of flowing, quivering skin. Its hair waved weightlessly about its neck and shoulders, tiny braids of twined silver and cleanest white. Multiple insectoid limbs pressed against a smoking blue hole in its abdomen. The thing chittered in pain as it lifted its head to face the gun maiden, its wincing face a bizarre cocktail of human and moth, with massive eyes as white as winter. Before the monster could speak, Veronica pointed her left arm at it, fist closed tight. It's the last round in the chamber that'll get you every time. The blast detonated like a blue nova, the report shattering windows and cracking plaster and stone. The monster's head snapped back from the impact, dragging its flailing body along for the ride as it crashed through the window and into the street. 
The gun maiden's skin was flaking away in places, cracking in others. A calm settled into the pits of her eyes. There wasn't much of a soul left in her. One more shot like the last, and she was empty. Forever. She wheezed like an old hinge and leaned heavily upon the nearby fireplace. She'd never loaded that much of her soul into one shot before. She wondered if she'd survive. The following explosion was as beautiful as it was bad news. Like a nuclear eruption formed from moths, a pale rustling nimbus of billions of whispering wings fluttered beyond the Malsapian sightline. The tractor truck-sized thing they left behind no longer looked vaguely female or even humanoid. The creature might have been a pale insectoid dragon. White dust covered it head to toe, shimmering at the creature's slightest movement. It could have been the product of her diminished condition that the monster seemed to drift softly upwards, a dream of something awful getting pulled into the infinite sky. Veronica frowned. The moment seemed surreal, an art house ending to a monster movie. It just didn't seem right. She moved from the fireplace, limping deeper into the house. The place stretched out all around her, the room swelling to gigantic proportions. The ceiling became a sky of cracked plaster from which hung cobwebs the size of clouds. The door at the other side of the stadium-sized dining room swept open, displacing a desert's worth of white dust. A mammoth whited crone with bulging moth eyes hobbled into view, her ragged skirt swooping across the floor. She clutched a broom the size of a tree in her aged, palsied hand. Wretched little thing, I'll teach you to come scrounging for crumbs. The head of the broom descended, and it took all of Veronica's waning strength to leap away. Coughing on the white dust. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A realization hit her as she climbed to her feet and prepared for another swipe of the giant sweeper. You fucking drugged me, you goddamn bitch! Veronica couldn't stand the idea of checking out in such inglorious fashion. It was supposed to be bluster and blaze for her, not a nose full of alien angel dust. Her indignation stoked the dwindling fires of her endurance. But even with the fresh infusion of determination, she was still trapped inside a hallucination with no clear target to blast to oblivion. She plunged into the shadows, hoping she might run the drug out of her system. Her speed was greatly diminished by the lack of a fully functioning soul, but still she stretched out her legs, spanning all the space she could straddle. The hallucination seemed to collapse as she ran, the room appearing somewhat normal, if greatly distorted at the edges of her vision. The back door of the house slammed off its hinges as she exploded onto the street. Her eyes cycled through all spectrums, trying to force some level of clarity for all the frantic effort. The world came in and out of focus, but the farther she ran, the more she felt like she was coming down from the effects of the alien powder. She concentrated upon recalling her metallic composition, hoping the shift might deny the chemicals their sway if her brain became so much gunmetal. Slamming into a light pole, the gun maiden tumbled to the ground, the fog swallowing her. She was just about out of gas, though the world around her now seemed solid enough. Sitting up, she determined her location from the nearest visible house, the south end. 
she heard the flutter of countless tiny wings from behind. Can't catch a friggin' break tonight. She growled, turning to face her pursuer. Clouds of the small, hungry things collected just behind the nearest plume of creeping fog. After the last of the insects had vanished behind the mist, a large figure stepped forth. This time, the Carnivian appeared as a larger and more horrific approximation of its previous humanoid design. Nearly two stories tall and sprouting all manner of insectoid limbs from its torso. The most conspicuous of the assortment, a triad of clutching sawtooth pincers. The head of the monster was like before, only larger, now sporting hooked mandibles. Its hair still floated aimless at its shoulders, and its gown of flesh stretched farther back than before, occasionally writhing of its own accord. Brand new to this incarnation were the impossibly large moth wings that fanned out from just behind its shoulders, climbing ephemeral, almost vaporously, into the enshrouded sky. Are we all done running yet, morsel? The monster asked, its advancing steps entirely silent. Determined to die on her own terms, the doomed gun maiden raised both her fists, middle fingers fully extended. You bet I am, you fucking... A stinger the size of a dagger burst from the creature's sternum, dripping blue, soul-searing venom down its pale white gown of flesh. Several of Plex's missiles found their mark, turning the night into an inferno. William winced and shielded his eyes from the explosions as the puppet master monstrosity disappeared behind a curtain of smoke and flame. Hurry up and get the fuck down here before it gets up, William commanded, looking through the smoke and fire for the psychotronic Malsapien. Plex hovered down in front of the hole that had recently been an open window his rotating thrusters twisting the plumes of smoke into a gray cyclone. He sent another cluster of missiles hissing into the conflagration before propelling backwards into the Roman house. Once inside, his massive exotronic suit collapsed into a smaller and more manageable version of itself. Flax turned towards William, his movements frantic, fearful. Those things are all over in the fog. They're huge. No two alike. And not all of them light up my senses. All I could get was a standard vigil. William slammed and locked the door to the damaged room as they left it behind. Well, we don't exactly need to know whether they're here anymore. That bastard waltzed right in. William paused at the head of the stairs, pointing down the hall they'd just come through. You stay here for now, and fucking murder anything that comes down that hall, you got me? Plex nodded. But William knew the man behind the metal was shaking like a leaf. What happened? You need me up there? It was Andrew Knott, the serrator. He wasn't a full-fledged wanderer, but he'd been on a few jobs. He was the kind of guy William liked to have around. Deadly. And he didn't mind getting his hands dirty. William had a real fondness for Andrew's power. The ability to cover anyone or anything in what he called his serration field. It had come in handy on more than a few occasions, and it almost always made a mess. Nah, nah, I need you down here, in case they try and take us in a rush. Fuckers won't like it when everything they touch is as sharp as friggin' knives. William chuckled as he ran the image through his mind. Demonic Carnivian getting sliced to ribbons by things like hardwood floors and antique furniture. 
Then the lights went out. A dozen flashlights clicked on as the crowd tried to recover some of the lost illumination. Ovals of light spun and flickered everywhere. The generator's in the basement. They must have found a way in. Let's get... William only saw it for a moment. A dead-eyed face bobbing in the sea of shadows and flitting light. He grabbed Andrew by his jacket and pulled him close, whispering, They're in here with us. You don't recognize someone? You got them. You got me? The serrator nodded, a grim smile lighting his eager eyes. William called out to the assembled in a commanding voice. Look, yous all need to stop moving around. Stand still and aim the lights at the back of the room. Now! The Malsapiens did as instructed, creating a massive glowing blot upon the east wall of the bar room. Without the previous confusion, William moved his own flashlight around the room, searching for anything that didn't belong. A deep gulf of silence became the room as darkest expectations began to fill it. William's light found a small rivulet of blood leading into the far corner. Following the red along its meandering path, the light fell upon a humped mass of flesh and blood. A small pile of bodies lay in the corner, all of them without their heads. Something pushed aside one of the corpses from beneath. Within the small tent of bodies, a grinning mouth below a set of over-large, almost comical eyes spoke. Whoops! <laughs> I guess you found me! Giggled the monstrous marionette, its long snaking string of skin now visible along the far side of the wall. The room became a frenzy of movement and mindlessly discharging melogenic powers. William pushed through the hysterical crowd, his power rising to the surface, crackling black and angry. But the thing in the corner was already in several pieces, half its head sliding off sideways from a near-seamless horizontal cut. Andrew offered William an evil grin as he walked past the fresh kill, stalking amongst the frantic mob like a shark in red waters. William's laughter boomed in the dark confines of the room. <laughs> I love a man what enjoys his wake. He turned his attention upward, to where Plex stood watch at the top of the stairs. I need some light down here, ASAP. A small drone-like object detached from the psychotronic Malsapien's shoulder and hovered down the stairs, flooding the first floor with rivers of blue light. Like a lighthouse in a storm, the Malsapiens flocked toward it, calming as they came, looking to William intently. The former ruler of Witchtown eyed the illuminated space. Several more Malsapiens were revealed, all gutted and gnawed upon. Like whispered lightning, long barbed appendages whipped out from around a distant corner, hooking the dead bodies and snatching them back beyond the light. The sound of chewing ensued, elbowing out the silence, followed by a voice that seemed to come from the house itself. The problem with Malsapiens is that they don't seem to fill me up. <laughs> We'd like to take a moment to thank the following patrons for supporting this episode. Nick, K. Davis, G-Man, 
Andrew Knott, Thesis Ascendant, David Gregory, Noondu Toast, Ian Hagen, Jonathan Schenk, Kurt Kornfeld, Deborah Carpenter, and Sarah Anzalone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, fresh. 